Catholic Chicago, Catholic Schools Today on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial. Mark Teresi, Executive Director, Holy Name Cathedral, sitting in for Father Greg Sackowitz, our host, um, who is recovering from his hip surgery he's doing. Well, he reminded me on the drive over, I dropped him at the hospital for his treatment, that uh, this Sunday is a year, the anniversary of year of how uh, us dealing with the COVID uh, issue, which we're dealing with, I think, extremely well. Dr. Jim Rigg has updated us on our schools and the progress we've made throughout this year. Um, and in this segment, uh, we're going to be discussing um, wonderful programs that St. Ferdinand's School is incorporated into their Lenten programs, ways of our young people to affiliate and understand the poor in our world. So in solidarity with hungry children around the world, St. Ferdinand's school students had a rice bowl lunch last week. Through having a bowl of rice for lunch, students were able to empathize with people around the world. That may be their only meal uh, in a day or maybe more than a day. Students are collecting money for Catholic Relief Services during Lent through the Operation Rice Bowl Project. Students prayed for those who are hungry, and they learned how the money they will raise through Operation Rice Bowl will be used to help improve the lives of those in need. I'm happy today to welcome our guest via telephone, um, Aaron Boyle Felino, who's the principal of St. Ferdinand's School. You're with us, Aaron. I sure am. Thank you for having us, Mark. Great. And Frida, Miss Coco, Coco Ciaulis, is that how you pronounce your (laughs) last name? that's wonderful. (laughs) Good. I'm just going to say Miss Coco, though. Yeah, that's what they call me here, so that works. (laughs) Our seventh grade teacher at St. Ferdinand's, Karina Sweater. Are you there, Karina? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. And you're a third grade student. At St. Ferdinand's and Jaden Hernandez, you're there? Yeah. And you're an eighth grade student. Well, welcome all of you to Catholic Schools Today, <laughs> WNDZ. And I'm going to defer to Dr. Jim Riggs for his first questions for you. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks, Mark. It's great to be with you all this morning. And it's neat to hear about all of the wonderful things that you are doing at St. Ferdinand School during this season of Lent. Uh, why don't we start with you, Miss Coco? Tell us a little bit about this um, this Lenten activity involving eating rice and the Rice Bowl Project from CRS. Sure. Um, so basically what happened was school-wide, uh, we wanted uh, the children to kind of get a sense of, of what it was like to just eat uh, rice uh, and, and just have one bowl of rice for a day. And really it was a school-wide effort from Principal Felino about just Let's just have one lunch, one period a day where the students just eat a rice bowl. Um, And it was kind of a little, like I have to say, walking down and seeing just one rice bowl at each lunch table was a little like it was visceral. You could see that this is what kids eat throughout the country, I mean, throughout the world. Um, And some children, that's all they have to eat. Um, So it was an experience where these kids could actually see it. Um, they could kind of empathize and see what it was like to do so. Um, and that, that brings it home where that before, you know, it, it's a great thing to collect money, but to see it and, and taste it and feel it is a little different for them so they could relate to it more. 
Karina. That's great. And, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Karina, what did you and your classmates think about that? Um, real bad that um some kid only get a bowl of rice for like um breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, isn't that something that that's all they get? Yeah, it's sad. And what about Jaden? What was your what are your eighth grade uh, fellow students? What was what were your responses to it? Um, I felt like a lot of us maybe have went home hungry that day. We uh, actually got to feel some sense of empathy the kids uh, around the world who are starving that's all they get for um for a day that's an interesting comment that you went home hungry that day wow wow now what's and ne- we t- go we ahead talk a lot you know i know in our catholic schools about the uh, the principle of solidarity mm-hmm. so you know we most people uh, in our catholic schools have regular access to food and, uh, you know, it, we are standing in solidarity when we just eat a little bit of rice and go home hungry. It gives us a little bit of an understanding of what people around the world uh, go through. Uh, Aaron Felino, was is this something new this year that you've done, or, or have you done this in prior years? Yes, it was something new that we did, and it actually stemmed from, like right now, all Catholic schools, parents, teachers, and students are taking the University of Chicago's Five Essentials survey, and that is looking for different characteristics about the school. And last year, when our students took that, it turned out that our lowest you know, scoring area was that students couldn't see how their faith and practice related to the real world. So as a faculty, we decided to make um, making that the kids more aware of how their faith can change the world um, by making it one of our school goals and our school improvement plan. And so we've done various activities, like once a month, for them to see how they can do social outreach things to improve the world. So this was just, you know, one way of making them see, because it's one thing, as Ms. Coco was saying, you know, to get the cardboard rice bowl from Catholic Relief Services and fill it up, and it's another to pray over the rice and watch the videos from CRS that actually show the children in the countries and what they, you know, look like and what they're countries and homes are like, and then to actually experience, as Jaden articulated too, um, just what it's like to just be fed a bowl of rice and how that feels later in the day. What other kinds of events? You you talked about other things that you're doing. I noticed here you have a you have a soup or bowl, S O U P or bowl. Can you can you share some of the other events that you've been involved with? Uh, at St. Ferdinand's? Sure. So that was an activity we did in November, and that was to encourage the kids to, it was like a contest, to bring in cans of soup, see which homeroom could bring in the most cans of soup, and all of the soup was going to be uh, headed to the food pantry, which is right across the street from St. Ferdinand Parish, and which is actually run by our eighth grade teacher, Mr. Mike McGinnis. Wow. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, in the cafeteria, which is the only place really where the kids have um, cross, we started stacking up the soup cans. Um, we had like a field goal um, symbol there, and then we collected over 3,000 cans, which is really a good visual, you know, for the kids to see. And I know some of the kids use their own money to go to the grocery store with their parents, um, or some kids just went shopping with their parents to pick up the cans, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Jaden, was your class involved with that? 
Yeah, yeah, we actually won the can contest, you and did? I was, um, we actually got to take the cans over to the food pantry right across the street, and I feel like getting all those cans were able to help uh, the community around St. Ferdinand. How wonderful, how wonderful. Now, what uh, I, let's go uh, maybe go back to you, Miss Coco. Tell us a little bit about why these types of activities, you know, uh, eating rice or, you know, giving uh, canned food to others, why, are, why is this important for kids at Catholic schools? What are you sort of hoping that they will learn from this? That's a, a great question. And, and I think, you know, we talk a lot about being the hands and feet of Jesus. So uh, it's it's wonderful to, you know, just actually see the kids actually do something about it and get excited about it and see the impact, especially with the soup drive and the rice bowl, to actually see the impact of the soup drive where they actually walked it over to the food pantry and were able to help Mr. McGinnis stack up the food pantry. And we even got, uh, with my seventh grade class, to see people, you know, lining up and, and, and being recipients of, of, you know, the charity. And it, it really, for, for me and our class and our school, it's about being the hands and feet of Jesus. It really is. Um, so it's wonderful that the kids get so involved and, and the grades get so involved, and they bring that home and talk about it at home with their families. And, you know, in, in my class, uh, you know, I had a seventh-grade boy who, uh, went home and talked about it with his brother, and his brother worked for Menards, of all places, and he brought in uh, so many from his workplace to donate to the food pantry. So it really feels like a community here. It feels like a community effort, and it, it, helping our community was wonderful, and also helping globally with the rice bowls is really about being the hands and feet of Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Schools Today on WNDZ. We're going to talk some more with our friends from St. Ferdinand School when we come back. I think when I come back, Karina, I have a special question for you, okay? We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. 
Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's Catholic Schools today on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. with Dr. Jim Riggs, superintendent of our Arsassin Catholic Schools, and our friends from St. Ferdinand, Aaron Boyle-Felino, who's the principal, Miss Coco, who's our seventh grade teacher, Karina Sweater, and Jaden Hernandez, uh, Karina's third grade, Jaden's eighth grade. Karina, I said I was going to have a question for you. Are you ready? Uh, can you talk real loud when I ask the question, and then give me your answer, okay? Okay. Why do you love St. Ferdinand's School? Because um, it like appreciates like the poor kids, and it's like um, and, like, all the teachers are really nice, and like um, this, and everyone that works here is really nice to me, and my friends are also nice. Now, who I this I shouldn't ask this question. Do you have a favorite teacher? No. That you all you love them all, right? Yes. Yeah, nice. You should run for public office. That was yes, good. that's a very safe answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. You. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You're a smart person, Karina. Uh, let, why don't we kind of broaden our discussion a little bit here? Uh, let's go to Jaden first, and then I'd love to hear from uh, from Aaron Polino. But uh, Jaden, you're an eighth grader, and I know this has been a very unusual year at St. Ferdinand with the COVID pandemic. Uh, you and your fellow students and teachers have had to wear masks. You've had to do distancing. You know, everything at the school has been a little different this year. Uh, how's everything going this year, Jaden? And then uh, maybe, Aaron, we'd love to hear from you on this as the principal. But let's, let's start with the student perspective. Jaden, tell us how things have gone at, at St. Ferdinand this year during the pandemic. Um, you know, like, uh, learning has been, like, a bit hard. Like, um, like that you can't um, like get like a one-on-one time like up close with the teacher, so that's really hard. But um, everything else has been going really, really good. I feel like um, being back in the classroom, we're getting to learn better because online school is just very bad. I don't think any of us can't learn like one-on-one in person with the teacher. I feel like we learn better. Like more kids learn better. But if you're on the computer, I don't feel like you're getting the same education that you are in the classroom. It's great to hear. Thank you, Jaden. How about you, Erin? As the principal, how have things gone this year at St. Ferdinand? Yeah, when I look back to um, Dr. Rigg, I, I think about how nervous we all were as a community, teachers, students, parents. How was this going to work? Were we doing the right precautions? And it was a lot of setup and a lot of training you know, that the ARCH provided. And basically, though, we've been incredibly successful, and I think that's because of a really good partnership between the parents and the staff here at school. Um, we do do synchronous 
um, our they are fantastic, remarkable teachers do synchronous in-person learning and distance learning via Zoom practically the whole day. And in many ways, that's helped us because each homeroom has a few distance learners, but we've also left it so that if any child is feeling under the weather, they stay home and they distance learn. And that has really helped us. We've hardly had any cases of COVID because if some of those kids um, do develop COVID, they've already been out of the classroom. So that has been really a, um, a godsend to us to the, have these teachers working as amazingly as they are providing both. But I have to say that most days, even though this is a lot of extra work, whether it's the cleaning or the teaching, making sure the protocol is in place all the time, our days are very joyous. I say that again and again. Like the smiles on the kids, which you can't see through their masks, but you can see it on their eyes and their, hello, Mrs. Felino, in, in the hall. They are happy to be there. Um, and they are learning. As you mentioned, our test scores on the iReady test um, significantly improved over the years, and it just really makes it all worthwhile. Ms. Coco, now as a teacher, um, you've had major adjustments this year. What, what have been the challenges and what have been the blessings this year? Well, I, I have to say the blessing is, for me especially, is being in the classroom and seeing and interacting with the kids. Um, that has been the blessing for me. And uh, there have been challenges, and Principal Felino uh, really talks about that, and especially uh, the support that we've had from uh, Principal Felino and the ARCH and, and trying to get everything set up. And really what ends up happening is, like, it's like necessity creates all these kind of cool uh, things that you try out. Like, for me, it was really important that my classroom, even if they were distance learning or if they were in person, that they had the same type of experience. So uh, finding, you know, things like Jamboard, where we could both work on the same um, material at the same time or trying to get you know, trying to be creative in a way to get like a small group with distance learners and in-person learners. So trying to find different ways for me has been very challenging, but it's been rewarding because it's important to me that we, we give the distance learners the same experience that the in-person learners have. And some students really respond to that. And like Jaden was saying, some students really need the in-person instruction. Um, so it's been challenging this year, but I love what Principal Salino said. Joy is a great word for how I feel about this year because it's great to be back in the classroom. It's great to be a part of these kids' lives, and it's a blessing to be, you know, um, called their teacher. So I, I'm blessed in that. Is there anything else? Now, so if I'm a parent and I'm thinking about um, St. Ferdinand's, I have young children, and I'm in, I just moved into the neighborhood there, say, at Austin and Belmont. Um, tell us why. Why St. Ferdinand's? Well, maybe, all right, I'll start with that. Yeah, maybe um, Aaron Felino. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with that. Um, so this is my second year here, and I have really um, loved teaching here since almost the day I walked in. I mean, as alluded to before by Miss Coco, it really is a sense of community. Um, I think a lot of you know Catholic schools provide that as well. But at St. Ferdinand, you know, we are just small enough that the teachers truly get to know the kids. Um, if you have a preschooler, we have Marta Ostrasko in our preschool program. She's like a legend, like a heart of our school. All the preschool families love her. Um, 
you know, all the way up through our junior high, where we have a wonderful team of teachers that the kids um, all experience their different styles, and they are well-prepared um, when they leave here to conquer the challenges of high school. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great welcoming staff um, and professional, and the kids are good. We have subs come in our building <laughs> all the time, and they all say, I want to come back. I really like working with the kids here, and that's probably the biggest compliment we yeah, can get. I've had the, uh, the great privilege of visiting St. Ferdinand on several occasions, and I've always been very impressed by the the community, the welcoming atmosphere, the quality of education. Uh, you all really do a good job at St. Ferdinand. Uh, Aaron, uh, just tell us, you know, we still have families out there uh, looking to enroll their kids in Catholic schools. Uh, can you give us a, a phone number and a website for St. Ferdinand School in case people are interested? Absolutely. So St. Ferdinand's phone number is 773-622-3022. Our website is www.stferdinandschool.org, and Saint is actually spelled out in that. We would love to see anybody and give you a personalized tour of our building. We do do COVID-safe personalized tours at all of our Catholic schools. And uh, in addition to St. Ferdinand, there are 198 other great Catholic schools out there. So, uh, you know, I'd invite people to go to the Archdiocesan website, uh, archchicago.org. You can click on the schools link. And we have a great school finder. All you have to do is uh, plug in your zip code, and it will identify some great Catholic schools near you. You can't go wrong with any of them. But each school is a little bit different. And so uh, we'd encourage you to make an appointment to visit a Catholic school and, and walk around. And before we close uh, this segment, I want to thank everybody. But Karina and Jaden, do you want to do a shout-out, Karina, first, to your whoever's <laughs> listening, your family, your friends? Oh, hello. <laughs> and Jaden, what about you? Um, I'd like to uh, shout out to my parents who have brought me to this wonderful school and uh, help uh, this, this school has just helped me grow throughout the years that I've been here. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I'd like to thank, um, and I'm sure Dr. Jim Rigg would too, our guest today from St. Ferdinand School. You've created just a wonderful, wonderful picture of a wonderful school. And you know what you've done? Uh, you've taken Pope Francis's idea of accompaniment, and the school is accompanying people in their lives, the poor, your students, the poor, the teachers, everybody. So I want to thank Amen. I want to thank in a special way Aaron Boyle-Felino, our principal, Miss Coco, our seventh-grade teacher, Karina Sweater, third-grade student, Jaden Hernandez, our eighth-grade student. Jaden, good luck to you in high school, and uh, thank you all. Uh, everybody from St. Ferdinand's and Dr. Jim Rigg and I will be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. God bless. 